everyone. Um, today we're going to be talking a little bit about hormone balance. If you follow me over on Instagram and even Facebook, you will know that I've been posting a few things about hormone balance. We've been talking about flexibility. There's just been a lot of topics on there lately, but I really wanted to get into birth control because that's something that I've been studying lately, um, through my blood chemistry analysis certification and all that stuff. So I thought it would be interesting to talk about it. So today we're going to be talking about birth control um, and how it affects hormones and all that good stuff. So um, thankfully, word has been coming out slowly, especially in the functional medicine community, about how bad birth control really is and that women need to maybe start considering coming off of it. Now, as a woman and as someone who works in women's health, the whole birth control and hormone dilemma in the medical field is very frustrating. It makes me mad and it also makes me very sad. The medical field has been proven time and time again to fail when it comes to hormones and menstruation. I mean, constantly failing. I'm not saying that the medical field is totally useless because obviously there are really serious situations in which we actually do need them. However, balancing hormones and regulating women's cycles throughout their whole lives is something that they are just completely inept at, which blows my mind because you're going through so many years of medical school, you would think that they would know all of this stuff. But all they want to do is throw a pill, drug, or a synthetic vitamin at it, and it will be grand in, all, in, in the end. I mean, right? That's, that's all they want to do. Young girls with acne, painful cramps, heavy bleeding, and other PMS symptoms are, quote, fixed by putting them on birth control. It's ridiculous. These girls are starting at 11 years old being put on a birth control pill to basically stop their menstruation in order to just completely stop their PMS symptoms, which is completely unhealthy. If you've done any kind of um, physiological or anatomical studies, you would know that that is just wrong. But the other thing, and this is probably a subject that I'll have to come back to, and I feel like I'm constantly saying this, um, is that girls should not be starting their periods at nine years old, 10 years old, 11 years old. It shouldn't be happening. And this is all because of hormone in imbalances. It's crazy. And then you have women who are going through perimenopause who are also put on birth control to control symptoms like hot flashes and mood swings. I mean, guys, what the heck? <laughs> Why are we allowing this to happen? Why are we allowing the medical field to dupe us like this? Why? First of all, something that doctors don't try to do very hard is to figure out what the underlying issue might be that is causing the problem and then deal with that underlying issue. Instead, they and the pharmaceutical industry give you a bandage to cover up what's going on so that you'll feel better. And then five years go by, the drug stops working or you begin to feel worse and more symptoms start popping up and they put you on something else and on and on and on and on and on it goes. And you're constantly breaking down your body a little piece at a time so that they can continue to make money. And I totally blame the pharmaceutical industry for this. I'm not a huge supporter of the pharmaceutical industry, period. Um, and doctors are kind of under their thumb. So it's really, it's a sad situation. So why am I bringing this up? 
because somehow women have been duped into believing that birth control is their end-all solution for what ails them in this regard. Why? Because their doctor said so, obviously. And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to make anyone feel guilty for taking birth control or make you feel like a horrible person if you want to continue with it. That's not my goal here. That is a decision you need to make for yourself. My goal is to provide you with information, highly researched information, and what you do with that information, completely up to you. It is your choice. But I don't want you to be ignorant about what you're putting in your body. That is what's important to me. So birth control in and of itself contains synthetic hormones, which are meant to keep your estrogen and progesterone high and even prevent the the shedding of the uterine lining. So if you know what the menstrual cycle is, is your body will prepare for um, fertilization of the egg. So that's what ovulation is, and the uterine lining will get thicker. And if the egg is not fertilized, what will happen is you will go through the cycle of shedding the uterine lining, and that's what your period is. So there is a fluctuation of hormones happening. So when you're on birth control and these synthetic hormones are raising both your estrogen and progesterone and keeping that an even rather than allowing them to fluctuate, this prevents PMS and also prevents pregnancy because ovulation is both stunted or eat or stopped. It could be stunted or it could be stopped because people still get pregnant on birth control. The natural hormonal cycle, like I said, is for estrogen and progesterone to fluctuate. High progesterone tricks the body into thinking it's pregnant, which prevents the ovaries from releasing an egg. Now, high amounts of anything is going to make you sick. It's going to start a breakdown within your body. High cortisol, high progesterone, high estrogen, high testosterone, any kind of hormone that is higher than it should be for longer than it should be is going to cause issues. Because hormone cycles are delicate and can be thrown off so easily, I mean, just eating a week's worth of sugar in one day can throw your hormones off for the entire week afterward. It's very delicate. A very in, in, um, a very stressful event can throw your hormones off exponentially for days. So you have to be really careful about how you're responding to things. Your body has a difficult time readjusting when it's been through such a serious disruption. So it's really important to pay attention to your hormones, not just your female hormones, but your adrenal and thyroid hormones as well. You might have decreased PMS symptoms and might not even be ovulating or having a period, but what is that costing you in the long run? It has been proven, unfortunately, that long-term use of birth control can cause infertility. So women who have been on birth control to prevent pregnancy so that they can plan when they're going to get pregnant or if they were on birth control for a different reason, when they come off of birth control because they're ready to start a family, they a lot of a large majority of people, of women, will find that they have infertility issues. But it also causes hormonal imbalances even when off the pill, candida overgrowth, liver toxicity, cardiovascular issues, and sometimes can contribute to autoimmune issues and even cancer. But doctors don't tell you that. They don't tell you that if you continue to take birth control that you're increasing your risk of ovarian, uterine, and breast cancer. Why would they tell you that? They want you to be on the birth control. 
So the next and most important question, obviously, because I like giving you solutions, is why are women having pain, mood swings, hot flashes, and PMS? Because their hormones are out of whack to begin with. This can happen from birth. If the mother's hormones are off, oftentimes it will affect the baby. Girls younger and younger are showing up with hormone issues, and if they aren't tended to properly at a young age, they will continue to get worse and worse as they get older. I have had to work with very young kids who have really serious hormone imbalances, and it's just going to get worse when they're teenagers and they go through puberty. It's just going to make everything so much worse. Hormone imbalances can come from the foods you eat, obviously. If you're eating processed foods, um, things with added hormones, that's in particular dairy products and meat products, but also soy. Now, I cannot remember if I did a, I feel like I did do an episode completely dedicated to soy. Um, Either that or I talked about it in an episode previously. But soy is tricky. I never recommend it because you just don't know what kinds to buy. And so I just figure avoid it altogether. But soy has been proven to raise estrogen levels. There are different kinds of soy, like there's fermented soy, which is okay in moderation. But for some reason, us as Americans, we eat way too much of it. And we're seeing high estrogen levels in both women and men. And it's just screwing with our hormones completely. So I never recommend soy. Um... It just is not something, it, it also increases your risk for allergies so, and inflammation. So why, why eat it, you know? Also, vitamin and mineral deficiencies can contribute to hormone imbalances, malabsorption issues, improper supplementation. So if you're taking a supplement just because you think it's good for you um, and you're not really understanding if it could cause a deeper issue, improper supplementation, it can cause a hormone imbalance. Um, inflammation levels, stress, toxins and heavy metals, environmental issues, improper gut health, liver toxicity, and even past traumas. All of that can contribute to hormone imbalances. Doctors are not dealing with the underlying reasons why women are experiencing hormone issues. And you know what? Boys and men are also now showing signs of having hormone imbalances as well. We have higher estrogen levels in boys and men, and we have lower testosterone levels. It's just, it's not good. Instead, everyone is given a bandaged solution and will only make the underlying condition turn gangrenous. Metaphorically speaking, of course. Birth control does not balance your hormones. It does not remove the reason why you are in pain. And it does not fix your mood swings. All it does is just cover them up. You're probably wondering now, what are the alternatives? Well, if your goal is to balance your hormones and have healthier pain and PMS-free cycles, which is completely possible, by the way, then finding someone like me to work with you in that area is your best bet. I have specifically created a program designed for women and men, girls, boys, whoever, whoever's dealing with a hormone issue, who are experiencing elevated or low hormones, they can go through this program. It will, you, they go through a special assessment process where they have to answer some questions just so we can kind of um, narrow down what hormones might be low or high. This could be focused on elevated estrogen, which is often the common cause of PMS. If you have higher estrogen, likelihood of you having cramps and mood swings and things like that 
is very high. Um, you can also work with elevated testosterone that could be in men or women, low testosterone, and even elevated or low thyroid and adrenal hormones. So the hormone protocol kind of encompasses every single hormone in your body. The program works by providing you with nutritional guidance on how to properly and effectively balance your hormones long term. So you can get to the point where you are not dealing with pain, you're not dealing with PMS, you're not dealing with mood swings. Um, It's a surefire way, nutritional guidance, just nutrition. That's it. I mean, I've seen so many positive um, results come from this nutrition protocol. And obviously there are going to be times where you're going to slip and you're going to eat some sugar and you're going to break out and it's, it just happens. It's life, you know, hormones fluctuate. So it's not perfect, but I have seen so many people come out of this program. Every single person who has been on it has had balanced hormones and easier cycles. Now, if your goal is to avoid getting pregnant, then there are three things that you can do. I do not like IUDs. Um, the only thing with those is that they can also be, they can also come with issues. I mean, you're putting something synthetic in your body still. Um, so I don't recommend that. Three things. I mean, number one, obviously is abstaining from sex. I mean, don't have it, (laughs) which is not always a viable option. Um, number two is use condoms. And number three is track your cycle. And this is also called the rhythm method. So there's a very short window of time in which your body is at peak fertility. So you just work around that. You can find ovulation and cycle trackers for your phone in the app store. Um, that is probably one of my favorite solutions in for, you know, not getting pregnant. Although you know that nothing is 100% except obviously abstinence. So just be aware of that. So there's definitely a lot that I can talk about recording regarding hormones, and maybe I will come back to it in the future. I don't know. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and leave this here for now. I highly recommend looking into this topic some more if you are interested in learning more about it or if you still have questions. I also highly recommend checking out my hormone protocol. Um, I have the link to my website in the description of this episode. You can go ahead and just copy and paste or click it, however that works. For new clients, I offer a free one-week trial of any of our nutrition protocols, except for the weight loss one, with a valid assessment completed. So you have to get the assessment done first. And once you get that done, you can be a part of any of our nutrition protocols on the website. I will give you a free one-week trial. And if you find out that, oh yeah, this is great. This is awesome. I want to continue. um, We can book you for a three-month protocol. So anyway, it's really super easy. Everything's easy to find on my website. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. Um, In the meantime, I will talk to you next Wednesday. Have a beautiful day, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thank you.